Welcome to Somewhere and Elsewhere, a Coastal Carolina Arts Podcast by Short Sides. I'm Kevin Lee Y. Green. Coming up next, a Somewhere and Elsewhere special where we uncover stories from artists across the coastal region. Hi, I'm Dana Rossi and I'm a reporter for Somewhere and Elsewhere. I'll never forget the day I bought my first surfboard. As I was looking through the rows of boards lined up through that surf shop in Folly Beach, South Carolina, I was instantly drawn to the beautiful design and colors on a longboard shaped by kinetic surf. I knew right away that I wouldn't be leaving the shop without that board. Surfboards can often resemble beautiful pieces of art, and the time and devotion it takes to make each unique board can often make it seem like its own art form. However, it's the ability to combine the love of the sport with years of experience that makes each board out of kinetic surf feel as beautiful as it is functional for both newcomers and seasoned surfers all along the East Coast. Here's Gary Wilson with his story. Uh, some people call it an art. I wouldn't really call it an art. It can be an art, but it's more of a craft. You know, I've seen pieces of art on them and it just makes you kind of wonder and, you know, why and how and makes you think a little bit as opposed to just a surfboard, you know was pretty much born of Rust Belt, you know, factory worker parents that lost their jobs, you know, so I was never able to go to college to study something like that, but I love to draw and paint and do that, so I started fixing them on the porch in 1986. I'm like a do-it-yourself kind of a guy, and I that's what I've always done, and it ended up that, uh, you know, people ask you to do it if you've do, done enough, and then the first legit blank that I purchased was in 1989. There's always be demand to somebody that does something local. It's like a little local flavor, you know? And of course, if you have that board and you go to Bali, you see another dude out there with that board. You're like, hey, Myrtle Beach. And, and that's what I get majority of. Oh, I just want a local shaper to do it. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like nowadays, you know, they, they, they're trends of surfboards. They've come and gone and they will continue to come and go. If you're a surfer, you've tried a bunch of them. You know, you've tried threes and twos and quads and ones and you know what i mean you've had a little bit of all of them that's part of the whole fun of the thing is just to see how they go that's what made me want to do it it's like i want to see how that board goes i don't have that kind of money to do it but i can go buy the parts and assemble it you know i just kept doing it and then people give you work you know especially if you're doing horrible fiberglass work you know nobody wants to do that and it's really hard to get ding repairs done and people never quibble about the price of a ding repair and so it, it takes a little practice and you got to be in it, but it's like the worst part of my job, but it's the most in demand is that stupid ding repair. And I do ding repairs every single day and I have for 30 years. And it's one of those things you can't get away from. If you're going to sell and make surfboards, you're going to do it. Gary Wilson is based out of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina and shapes for shops and clients all along the East Coast. For more information and recent work, you can visit kineticsurfdesigns.com or find him on Instagram at kineticsurf. You've been listening to Somewhere and Elsewhere, a Coastal Carolina arts podcast from Working Narratives and Shoresides. Shoresides is a local journalism project serving the Coastal Carolinas and beyond. Know of a Coastal Carolina artist we should be covering? Contact us at info at shoresides.org. I'm Kevin Lee Y. Green. Thank you for listening.